Welcome to Older, Wiser, Stronger, a show about your health. We talk about an issue affecting your health and give you 10 reasons why it's bad for you. And then we give you 10 things that you can do about it right now in 10 minutes or less. Older, Wiser, Stronger. And now, two experts in older adult rehabilitation with over 70 years of combined experience. The Carols, Dr. Carol Lewis and Dr. Carol Burnett. All right, welcome to the show. We take a look at a topic that affects your health. Then we show you how to improve it in 10 minutes or less. I'm your host, Jimmy McKay, and with me are two experts on older adult health. And they're both named Carol. So you can't be confused. Uh, first up, Kara Lewis is a physical therapist and well-known in the field of That's physical me. therapy. That's her. She wrote the first textbook published in the field of geriatric rehabilitation and since more than 22 books and over 300 articles on age-related topics. She's an adjunct professor at the George Washington University College of Medicine, as well as an editor for the Journal of Topics in Geriatric Rehabilitation, and she continues to work clinically with older adults today. Hi, Carol. Hi there. That's me. All right. Now, hi, Carol. <laughs> hi, Jimmy. How are you? Also talking to Carol Burnett, has been a practicing physical therapist for over 40 years with a specialty working with older adults. She's presented workshops nationally on assessment and treatment of the older adult with a history on faults. She's an associate professor and chair in the physical therapy department at Howard University in the College of Nursing and Allied Health Sciences. Carol and Carol, welcome to your show. Why, thank you, Jimmy. <laughs> We're like pleased to be welcome here. To your show. All right, so since it's the very first episode, we'll just kind of set the stage. We met over a different podcast, right, kind of right. discussing physical therapy and just and health beer. in general and beer. Yeah. We decided to pick a topic that affects millions of older adults. So we said, well, what if the time limit was 10 minutes? We're going to give 10 reasons why something was bad for you. Because we always hear that. Smoking's bad for you. Standing's bad for you. Sitting's bad for you. Everything's bad for you. What Think are you going to do about it? So we want to make sure we don't just tell you, don't do that. We want to tell you to do this. And that's where you guys come in because you guys have been doing this for a long time working with older adults. Why do you guys still work with older adults? Because we're getting older. <laughs> oh, absolutely. <laughs> or maybe we are older. We, we are just older. don't know it. Right. But working with older adults is lots of fun because we're never old, as I always tell my students. What's the definition of old? Anybody who's 10 years older than you are. <laughs> exactly. I like that. I like that. <laughs> so this first episode, we take a stand against sitting down. So our 10 and 10 starts right now. The topic of the first show, why is sitting bad for you? We've heard the phrase, sitting is the new smoking. Is it really that bad for us? It's, and if so, why? It is that bad for us. There's all kinds of studies out, but we're going to list the 10. Okay. All right. What we've gotten from the studies. Recent one in cardiopulmonary that says it is really bad for your heart and lungs. Okay. All right. So you're going you're gonna to slow that down. You're going to have more problems with your breathing more problems with your heart, being able to exercise. When you're sitting around, you think you're fine, and then you go to walk up a flight of stairs and you can't do it. Or you think if you have a heart problem, sitting down and resting could be the best thing for you, but the research is showing the it's other way the around. worst exactly. thing. Right, exactly. And the second thing is that it increases body fat. Mm. Ooh, nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. <laughs> so <laughs> Go right for that. Okay. It makes you weaker. Exactly, because you're not using the muscles. You're just sitting around. Yeah, muscles will atrophy unless you use it. The, the phrase, if you don't use it, you lose it, right. is actually legit. It totally is. And people think of, of it in a different way, but it's, sitting is not using your muscles. Oh, and the other thing is that the more you sit, the more you can become depressed. Moving is what helps to make you happy. Very, <laughs> there you want go. That. Hey. Tighter. It makes you tighter. Right. And so you look at people that look like they're still in a chair. You know, they walk with their hips bent and their body forward, and you sort of think, 
where's the chair? But they're still walking. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't want to be all tight like that. Exactly. And also, people don't understand that sitting is bad for your back and that it can increase your back pain. A lot of times people think if they have a bad back, I should just sit to right. make sure it doesn't hurt. But exactly. now we know that's not necessarily the case. It's not helping. It's, in fact, hurting. And it's bad for your posture. At least when you stand up, you could lift your body up. But when you sit, there's a real tendency to just slouch, shru- yeah, slouch forward, let your head go forward. And it really encourages that horrible posture. And that goes back to what you're saying. That's bad for your heart and lungs. Because when you're slouched, everything is scrunched up. And you can't fully inflate those lungs. It doesn't have room. Exactly. I like it. And along with that, it can increase heart attacks. All right, this has got to be a big one because heart attacks is on everybody's radar. Exactly. How does, it, how does it do that? Well, it ties in to the first thing that we said, that it's bad for your heart. Exactly. It's, it's actually more predictive than to really be in poor physical shape than having a diagnosis of something that we all know is not very good, diabetes. Mm-hmm. You right. know, so they've listed all the diagnoses. Mm-hmm. But this is one of the worst ones you can have because it can cause heart attacks. And then along with that, we've talked about how sitting can make you weaker and it can impair your balance. Well, those are two key issues that contribute to poor balance. And that's why sitting makes your balance work. As soon as you lose muscular strength, Mm -hmm. your balance is going to be affected. That's right. And the poor posture. And base of support. And the base of support. What is the base of support? The base of support, when you're sitting, you got a big base. Mm -hmm. And some of us have a bigger base than others. (laughs) But when you go to stand, if you put your feet together, for some people that's harder than their feet apart. And the toughest one is standing on one leg. So that's narrowing your base of support. But when you're sitting, you got a pretty big base. Mm -hmm. So you don't really learn a lot of postural reactions. You don't know how to move with less under you. So that goes along with if you if you don't use it, you lose it. Exactly. So you will lose exactly. your balance. Exactly. The there you go. The last one is you can cause fractures of the spine by sitting too much. Hold on a second. You can cause fractures of the spine you by can. sitting too you much? But I thought sitting was safe. No, it's the worst thing because it puts more pressure on the, mm. the vertebra uh, as you sit in this anterior position. So that's not a good one either. Right now we're sitting down recording this podcast. I'd I almost like to just let's go stand let's up. Let's stand up. <laughs> I don't. So now that we've, we've given people 10 reasons why sitting is bad for them, what can they do about it? Don't just tell me not to eat the chocolate cake. Tell me what I should eat. Oh, well, you can eat a half of the chocolate cake. All right, well, that's fine. <laughs> so that's the wonderful thing about this. You can start standing, and one of the best things are your stairs. I love stairs. Well, most stairs people avoid them. I know, but that's the worst thing they to shouldn't. do. They shouldn't. And when, shouldn't. I, when I see patients who live in places where there aren't any stairs, mm-hmm. they can't go upstairs. And my patients who live in multi-level houses, oh my gosh, they are great. But my favorite study is one where they had people do one minute going up the stairs, up and down for mm-hmm. one minute, resting for a minute, doing that three times. People's body mass was less. They lost weight. Oh, yeah, that's all you had to do three times a week. Wow. Yeah. So stairs are not just, you know, yes, they make you stronger, but they actually make you lose weight, improve your cardiovascular fitness. That's simple a protocol. So it's, don't avoid it's them. It's very simple. Yes. Skip the escalator. And as I tell my patients, stairs are in the world. Just because you don't have stairs where you live, it doesn't mean they're not stairs anywhere else. <laughs> so next is uh, abs. Abs, right? right? So you do ab work. Okay. Ab work will help. And I'll tell you a great chair ab. If you're going to sit in a chair... Don't sit back in the chair. If you listen to this 10-minute podcast, as soon as it comes on and you sit away from the back of your chair, you're working more muscles than if you lean back against the chair or, or on the table or desk in yeah, front everybody of thinks you. abs is doing a bunch of sit-ups or crunches, but just sitting upright is engaging your abdominal e- muscles. Exactly. I and I have another exercise that can help the abs. If you put your hands together and pull them apart, 
you can see your, your abs contracting. Link and your fingers, pull them apart. Link your fingers pull, together pull, and pull, pull and hold it for 10 seconds and then relax. And you cannot slouch when you do that. I can see everybody out there testing it. <laughs> yeah, right I know. Now. I know. All right. So we got we got a bunch more. So right. that's right. How about resisted trunk twists? Oh, All right. right. How are we going to so, describe that? So you sit in a chair. Okay. okay grasp mm-hmm. your hands. You can do it like that. Right. Uh-huh. And then just take your elbows and twist and hit against the back of the chair. And you get resistance so on So hold your, your hands together. together. Link, link your yeah. fingers and mm-hmm. twist. And, and twist. Hit your elbow against in against the back, of the, the back of the chair. Great one to do during commercials. Right. If you don't feel like getting up. Please. But these are things that you can do when you're working. These are things that you can do when you're sitting at your board meetings. B-O-R-E-D meetings. Yeah, B-O-A-R-D. <laughs> oh, right. <okay. laughs> so another is chair arches. Yeah. The best, you get a chair that ends in the middle of your back. For women, your bra line. And you just put your hands behind your head right. and you arch back over that chair. Great. See, I had Carol do that one because I had forgotten those chair arches. <laughs> <laughs> but this is my favorite, the sit-to-stand. You can start out easily by just pushing up, using your hands, stand up, and sit down. I'd like five times. Carol, I think you said you like ten, right? Yes, I do. Then you can start off with just using then one hand and then no hands. It's such a great exercise, and it's very functional, too. I was on a panel with uh-huh. the head of the NIH, the woman who wrote the book Strong Women Stay Young. Mm-hmm. And they said, if you could tell older people one exercise, just one, what would it be? And all of us said sit-to-stand. Right. It's so, the most functional exercise. It so is. You're going to do it every single day. The more you do, the stronger you get. Right. And it's an exercise. It's, right. it's an and effort to do it. Just repeat as many times as you can. And the other thing about the sit-to-stand exercise, getting back to the heart and lungs, it's great for your heart, and it's great for your lungs. So you're making them stronger. All right. I'll take arm reaches. Oh, you got that Okay, one. so the uh, next one. So you put your hands above your head. So okay. try it with me. Hands above your head. Okay. Right. Got, got it. All right. And then you reach the right over the left, okay, and then the left over the right, just right. to give your trunk a good stretch. And you're opening it up. Yeah, you're opening, opening it up. up that chest yep, cavity. Yep, right. Yep. And that is very important. The chin tucks. Well, that's just essentially tucking your chin in, and it helps to work on maintaining your posture so that you're straight. Right, and your head doesn't and, fall forward. And your head doesn't fall forward, and you're looking forward. That's a good I one. Tell. Oh, here's my favorite, the underwire exercise. I'm not familiar with this okay, one. Okay, see, you didn't learn hey. that in PT school? Uh-uh. All right. So you put your thumbs where your underwire is. or I, you know, guys have to guess. Guys will have I to guess. Right. And then what you do is you just arc, like stick your chest out. Hey. And what it does is it works your extension of your spine where don't extend. When you sit, you kind of round. This takes the C where you're rounded and turns it the other direction. And it's a really good one for getting those those spinal muscles right. to contract. And for the guys, it's like puffing out your chest. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. I yeah, do that yeah. a lot, yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and this one I love. What do you got? The vestibular exercise. The vestibular receptor is in your head. It detects gravity, and it helps us maintain our erect posture. This is what it's affected when I go on, like, the tilt-a-whirl for too many times Right, in a row. exactly. But and if you had kept that. up with it, you'd probably be able to do it. Be That's right. And so what you need to do is move your head more. Exactly. And as we get older, we tend to move our head less. So you can easily just turn your head from side to side, and then you can look up and look down and look up and look down. And just by doing those two motions, you're challenging your vestibular system. Absolutely. And if you're not using it, you lose it. Exactly. I'm sensing a pattern here. Yes, yes. There you go. There you go. (laughs) And with the movement, you can start out slowly, and then you can slowly increase it. You can do it in sitting, and you can do it in standing. And when you get really good, you can do it in walking and running. Oh, I know. I know, but we're, that's high level. Okay, I know. We're well, just excuse me, when, okay. when I'm working out on my treadmill, you practice that. Yes, and I turn I actually head. do it running down the street. Oh, I'm I impressed, are, are Carol. You? That's, see, there <laughs> yeah, you go. Well, the people hey, that see me That's are. Carol number one who does that. <laughs> the last one is diaphragmatic breathing. Oh, that's very and that's, good. And that's just good to relax your body. So you put your hands on your tummy, mm-hmm. and as you breathe in, you push right. your tummy out. Not particularly attractive. 
active, but really good for the diaphragm. And then you push in as you breathe out. Right, because you're trying to push the air out. Right. right, and what that does, just do a few of those, and that helps to calm your body down, you know, and it's a nice relaxing exercise. So if you had to pick one of the ten, <laughs> what would you pick? Oh, what you're going to pick. Okay. Sit to stand. Sit to stand. <laughs> All right. I want to leave with words of wisdom. Not that everything hasn't come out of your mouth in words of wisdom, but <laughs> is there a quote you guys would want to end on? How about this one? Nature gave men two ends. One to sit on and one to think with. Ever since man's success or failure has been dependent on the one he used the most. There you go. (laughs) Right. I like that, Carol. Thank you. So let us leave you with using the right end to our end, which is to help you have a better body. Information about the website and where you can get more knowledge about this is right here. Hello. Thanks for listening to the show. For more information, check out olderwiserstrongerpodcast.com. Older, Wiser, Stronger is proudly sponsored by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox is a private practice of full-time physical, occupational, and speech therapists. It was built on the novel foundation of geriatric house calls. Through its growth, the practice has stayed true to its mission of rehabilitating lives by believing in the strength of people. Find out more online at foxrehab.org.